0: Everyone relax, this is Tophon Ironically, I'm not relaxed
1: Down to awful, oh sorry
0: Hello and welcome to POFOP, I'm Will Anderson and rejoining me, the person who I just didn't edit out saying, oh I sound awful, Uh, (laughs) it's Jen Kirkman, hello.
1: Oh my god, this is our first one in Australia.
0: Oh, we haven't done one here in Australia, No, that's right, of course.
1: So exciting, last year I don't know what...
0: I was ill. You were... I was ill You're last a nervous year. Breakdown. I was doing two shows oh, and I right. was ill at the same time and the podcast didn't really come out for the entire time that's I was doing right. it. So people, right. you can like if you need an indication of whether I think my show's better than last year, the fact that I've put out four podcasts this week <laughs> shows how comfortable I am with the show. Please oh, come. <laughs> like, what a better me, feeling. Please come and buy a ticket. Um, uh, how's the show going for you, Jen Kirkman? Let's talk about what's your show called? Let's do the plugs up the front. Oh, cause, sure. Because it's comedy festival. It's so. called
1: I Know What I'm Doing and Other Lies I Tell Myself. And it's six shorts stories about times in my life where I was a real idiot, but it's something I used to do a lot back in my early L.A. days that I haven't really done as an adult on the road is talk about my earlier life, like screwing up this talent show and having to go to the school psychiatrist when I was little, uh, being drunk and hungover in the morning on 9-11 and wanting to break up with someone, and then it was 9-11 and... Being secretly in love with someone else. Secretly the hoping
0: they were in the building.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> he worked in, there. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. And when I called and the phone was making a weird sound, I thought he had died. Oh, and I was. You were, a,
0: and there was a small part of you, you like, this is was. a relief. Just yes. a tiny bit.
1: Yes. Because I would, was in love with someone who lived in LA and I wanted to move there and be right. with him. And I thought it would be so. People would understand. Right. Anyway, they'll have to see the show. I mean, they'd mock
0: you for, you'd have to have like probably a respectful year though. You know what I mean? Like, because suddenly that relationship would be like, you know, because it died in tragedy. You can't, people will get mad at you having a new partner too quickly. Oh, really?
1: Oh, my theory back then was they forgive it.
0: Oh, she's run straight into the arms of someone else? Yeah,
1: she's getting consoled. Leave her alone. It's
0: not her fault. Yeah, <laughs> everybody agrees in a different way.
1: But I have stories like that and then taking a fear of flying course and all this stuff. So, anywho, I enjoy so you,
0: it. Oh, you were scared of flying, were you?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I said, Bad. That's, that's
0: interesting. When I met a comedian who's scared of flying because it's so hard to do our job if you Well, if, that's what got me over it.
1: Well, I was scared since I was a kid. And then I took a course when I was like 20 that helps you like reassociate feelings of panic with feelings of relaxation. And it just didn't work on me because I also had other anxiety disorders I didn't know about. Right. Like the people in the class had straight up just a fear of flying. So I decided like- I'll <laughs> You've never... gone in
0: there and gone, oh, it turns out one. this is one of a real big list.
1: Yeah, yeah. He I like... have
0: a checklist of stuff. This is, it turns out this is only a really small issue. I have like 90, you know what? I've got 99 problems and it turns out a fear of flying <laughs> ain't one.
1: It really wasn't. Well, then like I started taking- pills when I flew and I know it's like not but I don't have a, an addiction to them so it worked out good for me so over 10 years of taking a tranquilizer every time I go to the airport now I don't take them and I feel relaxed in the airport I actually did train myself and now I love flying okay so but anyway the the um at one point I was like oh I'll just not ever be a road comic I'll just do shows in LA and I'll work in TV and that'll be my life and I'll never go anywhere and that's fine and I know I didn't mean it but once I had to start, when I started opening up for Greg Barrett on the road, I would like buy tickets, call 10 people and be like, do you think my plane's going to go down? Which plane sounds better, the 845 or the 905? departing <laughs> from?" Like I was that bad. Wow. And I had to take so many pills that like getting off the plane, I just had to drink like five coffees and... Yeah, because that's what crazy. you have to start to do is
0: maintenance because then also you need to know when to take the pills. Do you take the pills like before you get on the plane or yeah. do you take them once you get on the plane? What if there's a delay Both. and you've already taken the pills? <laughs> like
1: I take one in the morning to calm myself oh. throughout the day and I used to take one before the airport, one at the airport and one on the plane. That's a lot. That's quite a lot. Yeah, and then I would just be passed out for like <laughs> whatever time. From takeoff until landing, I didn't want to be conscious and I never was. And now I can't believe I live that way.
0: I mean, it is kind of amazing what we're afraid of that you later become – like, I was so terrified, like, you know, when I first went to America and you have to – you know, like, I mean, I remember the first time I got off a plane, like, at JFK – and walked out into just everybody yelling at each other and beeping their horns and people tell, you know, oh, yelling at totally. you about cars into the city and I was like maybe I'll just go back into the airport and just get <laughs> back on a plane and go back to that safe place I know and understand. I guess it is
1: more intense. I mean even in America if you're from a different part of America that's the most intense thing you could do.
0: It was the first time I ever went to the States and I was just like I, I remember just getting off the plane we were shooting something there and uh, it was on the way to Montreal and I was just like oh no turns out I am a farm boy turns out <laughs> turns out I am that country like when my dad used to come to Melbourne and freak out because there was too many people, <laughs> I was suddenly like, oh, okay. I, just, I never I just knew hadn't... this. Yeah, totally. Was this wasn't
1: recently, was it?
0: No, nah, this is like a decade ago. Suppose, oh, okay, because I know but... that you went.
1: Okay, right, right, right. Yeah,
0: no, this was a long time ago. Okay. But uh, but I remember now because I'm in mean, now when I'm like, you know, I fly back and forth all the time and, yeah. you know, I've had to find my own way. As you know, like with America, uh, you know, essentially they treat me like any other road comic, right? So yeah. they, just, they just send you out the details of the club and the flight and then they're like, well, you'll work it out, right? And the first few times, I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm going to a place I've never been. Yeah, I totally. don't know, understand how anything works. I, we, we, you're flying a different airline every time because essentially they've just looked for the cheapest flight they can possibly yep. find on any airline. Yeah, it was a bit overwhelming. at the start. Yeah, it's I not like say. here
1: where like someone comes to your place and helps you walk around like the first time you're going to your gig and stuff like that. Oh,
0: I mean, like yeah. when I come back here, they now offer me someone to do that. Yeah, and I, almost, I'm just like, what? Are, what are they? What are they going to do?
1: <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I need it my first night so I can acclimate. I actually don't feel like I need it, but I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm not going to be the annoying person because I know I will get lost if I say no and then. But yeah, it's it's. But in America, you're on your own.
0: Yeah, but it kind of feels like to me like Bear Grylls going home and having a butler. You know what I mean? I feel like he would find that unnecessary. Bear grills, you know, the wildlife guy, the man versus wild, the one who can sleep in a camel and drinks his own urine and that stuff. Oh, I never knew his stuff. name. Yeah, Bear Grills. And he name actually is.
1: does go home and have a bottle. I of don't you know.
0: Think. I'm Pop. just saying that like yeah. it would be that because he can, you know, he can make a bed out of a horse. <laughs> Does he really need like a butler to make his eggs in the morning? You maybe know? he
1: does when he's t- he's like I don't always right. want a bed made out of a horse.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't sometimes want I always I want
1: fresh sheets.
0: Sometimes I want a mojito. I don't <laughs> want to drink my own urine. I'm no, saying I, I can do it. I'm not saying I prefer to do it.
1: I think that's what makes life on the road so tolerable. Is when I'm not on the road, I'm very high maintenance. Okay. Like I have to be taken care of. Not high maintenance, but maybe compared to other people. Like when you, I travel, have to have a housekeeper. I have to have my bed be perfect and look like a
0: hotel yeah you do actually this is a true point like you do you have a very nice house I've been to your apartment yeah in, and it's very nice that's the thing that I I remember walking in going oh, oh she's not a loser <laughs> she, yeah no, I think I said that out loud I didn't mean that it just no, but slipped when you out go, I'm so sorry when you have a
1: friend and you've never been to their place and right. they're a comic you just assume like oh it's could gonna be, be like I mean, dirty just, things It could be anything oh no never 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 no. Never. But it's one of those things where like, I don't want to own a home, because I feel my life is hassle. And so the last thing I want is more hassle. Like if I'm in New Jersey, and I get a call, I don't know who would be calling but some neighbor walking by going, a tree fell onto your house, or your pump broke, and there's feces everywhere. Like, how would I deal with that from so now I live in a building that has everything 24 hours on call, I don't have to do shit.
0: Yeah, I I like. I need to live that way. I mean, that's what I like about living in, uh, like, you know, when you're on the road and you live in like a service department or whatever. Yeah, this is a service department here that I'm staying in, and like, or somewhere where they're just going to take care of that stuff every day. Yeah, and you're like, I'm going to go for a walk, and I'll come back, and somebody will have made the bed, and they will have changed the, you know, towels and stuff like that. I'm going to experience
1: that when I get home. It's, I mean, when I get, I've come here with towels on the floor, and I just can't wait to see what (laughs) they've done with it. But am I supposed to tip? No. I can't believe it. Well, because we pay
0: our people here.
1: I know. But the thing is, I have to put my towels on the floor so that they don't think I'm doing the recycling thing because Uh, I'm not. You're not. At this point, we're fucked and it's not going to get better if I wash my towels every I mean, other day. That,
0: that's the thing. Like, I mean, if everyone has that attitude, I guess that's why we are. But the truth of it is, you're right.
1: At this point. Until
0: the oil and gas companies start, stop doing what they're doing. Right. Uh, your towel on the floor really isn't making the it's difference. Not, and There's I not one like- polar bear floating off like,
1: fuck you, Kirkman. <laughs> and I don't have kids and I don't eat meat so I can put a towel on right it's a terrible it balances
0: out it doesn't really balance out either it doesn't at all you you flew over here you've ruined your carbon footprint for two years basically so I know
1: I have no I don't need to go to Australia you cannot do
0: anything else (laughs) for two years essentially you've given a finger and I do it all the time by the way I've gone you know what sure the environment's important but people need to hear my observations (laughs) about
1: life well that surely that's (laughs) more important than the planet right guys come on have you ever been that kind of asshole that when you're afraid to do something you turn it into like your altruism and it's really just your uh uh, for lack of a better word a pussy and so I was like um I can't fly I don't want to be a road comic because I'm saving the environment and then (laughs) once I started getting offered gigs and I was like Mm, it's fine Right. Uh, I'll buy a carbon footprint now I don't even do that anymore remember you used to be able to balance it out and pay 10 bucks extra
0: I do two things I, I buy it on the plane I buy the carbon footprint I, I take the little I box still. I never
1: see anymore
0: I don't know if it is on everything because okay. in America they've taken everything out of the cost yeah we don't care like, anymore and they're like oh no you're going on an 8 week holiday you're not taking luggage though right because that'll cost you $900 if you want to take luggage oh yeah oh do you want a seatbelt okay well that's $92 <laughs> now sorry you have paid the basic price but it doesn't come oh, you didn't bring your own chair oh you've got to bring your own chair I'm sorry that's 180 other dollars bring like a lawn
1: chair that you got at the drugstore
0: right yeah and you've got to bring eight <laughs> cans to recycle that's your carbon offset No, yeah. I feel like in my show at least I, as long as I at least have like three or four minutes about the environment that's my <laughs> that's my carbon offset That's my version of the comedy carbon offset. I like, okay, I've flown here, but I've also made an excellent point about the environment that might start you guys thinking. So good. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I talk about that on my podcast. I'm like an annoying vegetarian person sometimes. And I'm like, look, I'm not saying you have to be a vegetarian, but if you call yourself an environmentalist, then you have to be one. Right. Like if you don't care and you're like, I eat meat good on you, live your life. Not everyone can do the same thing. But if you're like preaching, blah, blah, blah. Like, First thing I did with Leonardo DiCaprio when he started preaching, I was I looked up if he was a vegetarian and I was like, Okay. Is he? That, he is. He should okay. be a vegan, but that's fine. Vegetarian's fine. Close enough. I mean, I you know what? He
0: probably pretty much exists just on the taste of Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. models, right?
1: You know my whole thing about this.
0: Now tell me, go What?
1: Well, I've been doing some intense research. Okay. So, like, just like I was <laughs> pretty into Dave Navarro years ago in yep. his life, bored with them. Leo now. Leo now. I've okay. never liked him. Never thought he was cute.
0: No. All right.
1: Um, don't hate him. Just don't care. Okay. To me, when they're like a hot Hollywood man, that's not... So, anyway, I always found it interesting that he always had all these different models because that's something like a man-child does or someone who's not straight. Right. Sure. And so, I started Googling gay rumors and I guess in the early 90s, allegedly, allegedly, Don't go after your podcast. He was feeling very comfortable with himself after Gilbert Grape. And, like, he had a best male friend who was out and gay. And he was just like, yeah, I'm bi. And, like, people were like, no, shut it down, Leo. Like, you're about to become a star. And, like, everything was, you know, scrubbed and taken off the internet. And then he he bought a house recently in Palm Springs. What straight guy does that? And... (laughs) I've been reading message boards of all the gay guys that are like, he cruises the strip, we've all had sex with him. And then all these models are like he's bad in bed. That's why he's going through them so fast. Uh-huh. They're like, one said he had um, oh, I forget what the word was, like hollow kisses. Like he's a terrible kisser, oh. not good in bed, doesn't seem interested. Sure. And the one long relationship he had was Bar Raffaelli and she was an international model. So it's like they saw each other a lot. Just saying.
0: Right, there I you go. I think the
1: dude is in the closet. Okay, well, you know, and that's fine. Yeah, I almost hope he is because I think he's so destructive to masculinity and and women. You know what I mean.
0: Be interesting to see. Like, sometimes you do yeah. see those guys that you're like, yeah, I'm – it and this is, you know, <laughs> this is all rampant speculation. And I'm sure if you Google gay rumors about anyone on the internet, you will find some. Yeah. Because basically anyone who's ever been on telly, somebody's gone. They're gay.
1: Yeah. And, like, and someone's gone, I've slept with them. I know they're gay. Right, and you're like, yeah. Oh, maybe and if I you did. check
0: on the internet, I bet you can find rumors. <laughs> like, you know, if you Google right now – I. um Uh, Jesus fucked Judas and that's why Judas got jealous and dubbed him in like that probably there is some at least some fan fiction out there do they do Bible fan fiction? they should like I I guess technically the Bible is fan fiction (laughs) right?
1: also but it would be great if it did went to like Bible gossip like like a Perez Hilton kind of yeah they updated it each
0: week like Bible weekly (laughs) and it was just like the hottest like
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god how good would that be if you did a show called Bible Weekly, and everyone had to, like, you go this week, um, the comics on the show have to, whatever the part is, John 2, 5, I don't know, and then they have to write like a Bible Weekly hot story about it. And they read it out loud. Do that show here if you have time.
0: I saw uh, on the front page of one of those magazines today. Uh, it was uh, I was at a radio station and they had uh-huh. it in like you know the reception area.
1: I love that when they're international.
0: So I'm reading it, but there's this Australian model who's married to uh, Sam Worthington. Do you know who Sam Worthington is? I do is?
1: know the name. Yeah,
0: he was like an Avatar and stuff. He's an Australian. Oh, actor, sure. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And uh, he's he married this like kind of celebrity TV person here uh, yeah. called Lara Bingle. And anyway, Ooh. they've got this thing on the front page where they're like, Lara Bingle's amazing tra- yeah, body transformation. But essentially, what they've got is the first shot is her in a bikini at the beach. Yeah. And she is like hunching over as if she's about to grab something off the ground. Right. So, like, amazingly, Jen, there's some like rolls of like flab on her belly. Right. Like literally you could get like a stick and bend it in that way and, and it would have rolls kind of flab of, yeah. on the belly and her boobs are sagging a bit because she's literally leaning <laughs> over, hunched she's over. She's giving
1: into gravity.
0: Like a ne- Neanderthal person. <laughs> yeah. If 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 they weren't like droopy in some way. And then the after shot yeah. is her with her hands above her head <laughs> like stretching to the sky. And I'm like, I feel like we could all like look like we've lost 15 kilos just literally by Putting our hands from there up to there. You
1: know I'm having a fat day if you see me walking around Melbourne with my arms up, Just like you're constantly catching does. something. Yeah, like oh, but oh, oh, Jen's I love got it. A
0: co- her kite out today. She must. <laughs> oh, she's joyful. I oh, know. Just. She
1: ate oh, she must be. So nice. why, why?
0: has she got all those helium balloons? She must be going to a party. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Yeah. Well, I love those kind of magazines. That um, like when I see them here, like you've got totally different stories about what Jennifer Aniston's doing than we do. But I love it. Like she's. Getting divorced again now, I guess, and
0: i guess it can't
1: break her. But in America, when I left, she was pregnant. Yeah. So something happened on my, on my on my fifteen probably. hour flight.
0: Yeah, she was <laughs> pregnant. Now they're getting a divorce because she still loves Brad. That's what normally comes up in the Jennifer totally. Anderson ones. There's always one about how she still loves Brad. Now
1: that we know Brad a little more, aren't you like, no, she doesn't. No, she he's doesn't. He's kind of a ding dong.
0: Yeah, she's glad to be rid of him. I mean, I, I think, think he's a
1: cool person. But he just seems like a dum dum, right? Not that I ever thought he was a genius, and that's why she loved him. But like, an also annoying dumb he's person. like
0: married with nineteen children. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like her also married. It might be. I feel like she's probably moved on.
1: I think we Do can. I mean? I don't think she's
0: sitting she's around down. like carving Brad's name into her arm <laughs> during her pregnancy. Like,
1: I hope she never did. Well, carved his name into her arm. I mean, I
0: don't think she did. But if you read any of those magazines, you'd imagine yeah. that. I mean, it seemed to be a point where they always used to be like, I guess, 25% like lies or rumors or yeah. whatever. But now it feels like they've just gone the complete opposite way where it's just all lies and rumors. You know and what one I, is
1: honestly often true? The National Enquirer. It's usually whatever the front page story is because they're the nastiest people yeah. who dig. So like the big, big stuff. A lot of times ends up true. Not everything, but...
0: They have had ones over the past that have been true in the National Enquirer. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Well, they they were the ones who ran the Ted Cruz affairs Oh, do you know, I haven't even
1: been paying attention to this. I know that he's, is he currently having affairs?
0: Well, according to the National Enquirer, there was like five people who have admitted they've slept with him. And it's so weird because I don't imagine that you would admit you've slept with Ted Cruz. He's like the
1: cutest of the Republican candidates. Is like Well, I'm saying if you had to pick.
0: (laughs) Of the ones left, maybe.
1: Of like the five that we knew. What about Rubio? You wouldn't have
0: sex with Rubio before you had sex with Ted Cruz?
1: No, I don't think so. Really? There's some, that
0: says something about you, I think.
1: I don't know. I can't picture his face. Like, sometimes I get... There's something about Ted Cruz has just like... It's like a cuteness there. Okay. Marco Rubio is like... No, he's got like a... I just, he feels like slimy. I don't know. <laughs> but like, he's just got like a Chris Matthews mouth that's just like always, always looks slimy. Do you know what I mean?
0: Uh, what have you been doing while you were here in Australia? What's been going on with... Uh, yeah, what, how do you spend your time during oh, the festival? Oh, God.
1: Nothing good. Um...
0: Do they take you on like adventures and excursions? I did it last year.
1: Last year I excourged it. Okay. Last year I was here for a month and I did everything from like even the zoo, the this, the that. Um, I didn't go. My friend went on some kind of like I don't know eight hour coastal tour. You get on a bus, and I was gonna do it, but I was like, I have, I have done this stuff in Northern Queensland. Like I feel like I've done.
0: I've been on a bus. I've I went, <laughs> looked at things.
1: I went to the Great Barrier Reef. I went on a rainforest. I hike.
0: have Google Earth. I can I can get a snapshot of I this just, from my bed.
1: Well, now I feel like I live here. And right. so I'm just like, I just go to my favorite places and I take my magazine and I have my coffee, which like I get it, the coffee's good here. But it's not <laughs> like I feel like everyone should take it down. A notch.
0: No. There is Paris. You have no right to 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 you're an American. I'm
1: in Paris, coffee. Yeah. Okay, well, then. No,
0: it's not. Fuck off to fucking Paris if you want to fucking have Paris coffee. I think there
1: was a comedy festival. Yeah, well, there isn't, so be
0: nicer (laughs) to us. That's what I'm saying. There's one here, and it's treating you quite nicely. No, I love it. Enjoy the fucking coffee. (laughs) Someone
1: walks me to get coffee (laughs) every and they they feed it to me. No, so I have coffee and my little um, poached eggs on toast.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, Oh, it's
1: my favorite. And then I take a walk. I usually walk like six miles a day.
0: I like to walk all through. That's a lot of walking.
1: I walk through all the areas. Last year I saw the Aboriginal exhibit. I did this, Mm -hmm. I did that. Um, I have my favorite like bar. I go to Punch Lane. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Oh, well, who cares? Punch Lane's great. It's my favorite wine bar. I go like a couple nights a week. I've known the people there for a couple years. So like that's my little hideaway or I'll go like late afternoon and then, um, so I've been doing that and then seeing old friends, like a lot of gay guy hangs and like a one, I went out at night to, um, I don't know where I was, like a bar late, but I'm not gonna do that again, it's bad for my voice. (laughs) And then uh, that's it. I just kind of wonder. So sometimes I'm totally alone Uh and sometimes I'm with a really close friend or sometimes I'm with a bunch of people.
0: How do you go alone? That's an interesting thing I've been talking to about people recently (laughs) because like, I think uh, comedians a lot of the time, like cause there is even during the festival, yeah. so many people like are social. They see, they see it as a social occasion. So yeah. everyone's always having a lunch or playing some FIFA you know, computer game tournament or like going to see a movie together. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, you're ruining all the best things about being a comedian, which is you don't have to talk to anyone all day. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't. <laughs> want, well, luckily I have like vocal problems. so I could throw that one out when I need to, which is not a lie, but it's like, but yeah. I love shopping and being alone. So I will check like i go to vintage stores and i talk to the people that work there and Mm -hmm. i hang out there like i did in st kilda one day for like an hour i just basically like went i was like do you want a cup of tea and i brought this girl tea and we came in and talked like i just meet people and start talking i'm not like that in america And Uh i'm a different person in australia you would never see me go to a bar alone and be like let me chat up the bartenders and make friends with them and then never but here i'm like hello everyone like i'm totally different that was a that's, I don't know who that is, but I don't want to necessarily hang out with other comedians all the time, right? unless it's like I'm blowing off steam after a show, and I don't want to be alone, but it's that kind of, it's not an addiction feeling, but it's a vibe that comes up that you can't explain, where you're like, where is more stimulation? Right. So when I get like that, I call on my people, and it's real friendships, but during the day, I'm more like... I'm like, because I've got so many good books I'm reading, and I just want to sit in cafes and read. And it's like morning, it's coffee and eggs. Afternoon, it's Prosecco. And I just sit, (laughs) and I get like two drinks in the afternoon, not every day, but some days, because I can't really drink at night during my show. Right. And I don't like to drink too late. So it's like, it's my little... Yeah, and I go to laneways. That's my favorite thing. Yeah. Like well, all the lane culture.
0: Well, Melbourne uh, is famous for its laneways, Jen. Yeah, so it's the best. We're, we're like, it's a laneway city, so people will be appreciating that. Because if you do go to Melbourne and you don't check out some laneways, people are going to get mad at you.
1: How could you not? What else would you do? I mean, are people stupid? I go to like four lanes a day, bro.
0: No, some people <laughs> are just main street people. Some people no. are just like, you know what? I'm just for a thoroughfare. I hate a laneway. Oh
1: my God, Fuck it's like a laneways. little magic world opens up.
0: Some people are like, no, I'm taking... I'm going to miss the city. I'm going to take a link around the city.
1: I hate So them. I don't
0: have to see any fucking laneways in my them. life.
1: Oh, and I got a massage. I got a cranial massage, just straight up head and base of the neck only. Oh, my
0: God. What sort of uh, – do you sit in one of those weird ergonomic chairs to get that? Or how, how do they give you the massage? No,
1: you actually just sit straight up in a chair chair. Oh, okay. Um, and then I got cupping, you know, cupping. Uh-huh. I had that done. It's this place I'm obsessed with. When um, someone
0: gently holds your genitals, right? That's, that's,
1: <laughs> no, I don't have balls. <laughs> yeah, I went and he's like, You don't have anything to cup. Yeah, he goes,
0: We'll provide you some balls. <laughs>
1: yeah, you have to. It's like when you go to the gym and they right. provide you with like socks if you didn't bring any. Yeah,
0: oh, you didn't bring any balls? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. We have, we have <laughs> the, some spare uh, balls. But these are the look, just put them in the basket afterwards because we have to launder them legally.
1: Do you think there's strap ons that only are balls?
0: Oh, like what? Just for teabagging? If someone's really into teabagging, yeah, bagging. yeah,
1: yeah. But like, it's a woman. And she I can't mean, I do feel
0: like if there's anything sexual that you think of, yes, it, exists, it probably order yeah. exists. Do you think
1: Leonardo DiCaprio? Get- no, he has his own balls. He has his What own if he balls. wants bigger ones? Anyway, maybe, no,
0: so- he, maybe he has balls that he puts over his balls. <laughs> he's like, hang on, I'm just going to put on my ball extenders, my Wonder Balls. <laughs>
1: That's why models never sleep with him again. Right. But no, I've,
0: I've just... <laughs> yeah, he's got kind of a padded... Uh, he's like, once I get him home, they're like, I thought you had massive... Oh, they're tiny.
1: <laughs> like women want massive balls. Oh my God, his balls weren't big.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why you always see magazines like with men <laughs> bent <laughs> over with their balls pushed out, you know.
1: Oh, God, it's what, it's what
0: women love. God. I mean, yeah. It's. It, I mean, it's. There's not. I mean, I imagine there is. I never of think about them
1: unless I see right. really giant ones, which I have in the past.
0: Would you? Okay, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone had no balls, right? So if you like go home with somebody mm-hmm. and it turns out through some accident or whatever, they're yeah. just like, or just vanity. Maybe it becomes the next trend. You I don't get think your it balls. Bother me. You get your balls removed. You'd be fine with that.
1: I feel like I wouldn't even notice.
0: Right. Yeah, you only notice them when they're there.
1: Wouldn't it affect testosterone levels? and like I mean, let's just
0: say in this... Everything
1: else worked. Let's just say in
0: this world, they've come up with a surgery, because this is how vein we're getting, and balls are gross. Like, you can get ball tucks and all those sort of things now. Yeah, yeah. But just say they came up with a way that you can get your balls (laughs) inside you. So they they tuck them back (laughs) back up inside where they're actually meant to be. I
1: don't need them. You know,
0: for protection as well, because like, you know, dangling around there, they're quite...
1: I I know. You know,
0: so you tuck them back in, you get them sewn back in and, but everything else still works fine.
1: I'd be fine with that. Yeah. But I'm really not like, oh my God, I wish. I don't really care either way.
0: Okay. I really never
1: think about balls, but,
0: so, guys, don't have experimental surgery. No, just no, no. <laughs> women
1: don't really care unless they're like crazy, weird, dangling ones. But that I think only happens when you're
0: older. I mean, the older you get, the lower they go, I suppose. That's fine.
1: Fu- everything gets
0: everything gets lower.
1: Everything. What gets you've worse. got to do
0: is just hold your hands above your head, and then they seem <laughs> like they're up higher. So. Jen's
1: vagina is looking tight. Oh, that's because so, her hands are above her head. Right. Like, that's why. Yeah. It pulls you up all why, the
0: way. Why is Jen going to these <laughs> Donald Trump rallies and holding her hand up? Your vagina has never looked better. Yeah, have you noticed?
1: She's not into it. <laughs> She's just going for research, but she looks thinner in case she's photographed. But yeah, oh, I'm getting a lot of hair blowouts. Like I do my beauty routines. Like I just, I don't have any good answer of what I've been doing.
0: I enjoy your hair at the moment. I think it looks really good. Oh well,
1: thank you. I'm I'm getting another blowout this afternoon.
0: Like at the, I saw your photograph of you the other day, and I was like, "Oh, Jen, Jen Kirkman's kind of a, you know, a groovy, cool-looking young person." Oh, well, thank you. That's a young person. That's what it looked like. I was like age, look you at you, fuck. look at bloody young Jen Kirkman in a modern fashion way.
1: Uh, oh, well, that is true.
0: It did. It look, it looked good. I like it. I yeah, like yeah.
1: I'm, I'm in the. Uh, do I have bangs or fringe? Sorry, do I have fringe? Do I not have fringe? And so I went and got them cut shorter because I felt like that would help me make a decision. But. It's, you guys don't have a blowout culture here, and I feel bad for the women, because in America so, you can go anywhere. Oh, yeah.
0: Talk to people. What well, You may even need to explain to some of yeah. my listeners. because like, I
1: know that blowout means throwing up here. Yeah, kind of. You guys don't have places you can just go and vomit. You don't. Vomitoriums, <laughs> yeah.
0: which wasn't a, like, where you bringing could vomit, back in it turns America. out. That's a historically, anyway, whatever. Oh, that wasn't true? No, vomitoriums aren't actually a place where you vomit. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, what no, was it, a place you just went The vomitorium was, no, it was the, oh, Nothing now I can't remember the exact thing, uh, but it. But it's a, It's one of those misnomers or one of those things that people think is true, but isn't true.
1: I'm kind of glad it's not true. Yeah. I, I never understood. Okay. Blowout is when you not get your hair cut, you go in and someone washes it at a place and it's very, it's like a nail salon. Like. Can
0: men go there?
1: Sure. But I don't know what, you, then you, they blow dry your hair for you.
0: I really only want them to wash it. You know they like, would do it for me that's yeah. the fun bit like I love having like you know yeah. my head massaged and I love You've having my hair washed you gotta go to Zen 5 in the Emporium really do you, a- think, do you think men go there though would I be weird if I was just no there Zen 5
1: like, is the massage place oh, that's, men do go there
0: that's the massage place yeah right? yeah Zen and it's five. real
1: old Asian women and men it's like authentic people who know what they're doing when they rub your head. It's not just, like, a lazy idiot at the airport. Such
0: a stereotypical thing to say, though, is that, like, there is old Asian men and women. I'm sure they know what they're doing. No,
1: but it's really, like... (laughs) they'll explain while they're talking like this it's is actually your a guy who, nerve who,
0: yeah that's what he'll explain but it's actually a guy who was a surgeon in his own country and came out to our country and his qualifications didn't and now oh, he has totally. to fucking rub people's heads for a living <laughs> and he fucking hates it he's like this bullshit in my country I was a god <laughs> <laughs> rich fuckers he's just like, I went to <laughs> university for seven years and now I'm rubbing your fucking head and now
1: when he's dreaming of what's inside he just wants to open it up yeah I, I used to be brain a brain surgeon, surgeon
0: and now <laughs> this is what I do I
1: feel cancer I'm not even going to tell her because I, I hope this bitch you can pay $35 to get her head
0: <laughs> what are you doing in the middle of the day that you can do this do you, don't you
1: have a job oh my god that's true maybe what a beautiful life well uh, blowout so that it's almost like a nail salon it's like uh-huh. a line of people just blow drying your hair and some something about when they when someone else does it to you it's silkier and straight it's a thing that you really as a lady can't achieve yourself and then after that they'll style it if you want take a curling iron to it put some waves in beach waves just natural whatever and then it's the whole deal is 35 bucks right and then um, usually you would do it if you were going you know, out or
0: something going
1: right? out sometimes some women do it if they can do it like beginning of the week and then your hair is done for the week and you just put a little dry shampoo in okay, so sure. quietly sure sure and I'm obsessed with it I do it whenever what's, I need a dry shampoo in. oh my god you gotta live <laughs> It comes in either a powder or a spray and when if you haven't washed your hair for a couple of days you spray it all over the roots uh-huh. and then you go like this and it soaks up all the oil so that your hair doesn't look dirty but you don't have to you know because like if you're well you have shorter hair but yeah my hair is have i haven't washed it in two days the ends don't look dirty but the roots might look greasy so i put dry shampoo in it that way i don't have to keep washing it and it holds your style
0: and it just like uh it then just is in there it's kind of like you know, I mean, it just comes out when you shake it. Is that kind of the deal of it or is it just – You have in, to rub in it in
1: or else it looks white like oh, baby okay. powder? All
0: right. Can okay. you see
1: any? I put some in.
0: I thought you had dandruff. I didn't want to say it. Wait, anything. did you really? No.
1: Do you see it? I don't see oh, okay, it. okay, okay. Oh, I just got so nervous yeah. walking around. <laughs>
0: now, for the rest of the day, you're scratching your head like you've got nits walking down the street.
1: <laughs> no, but blow it. I asked the guy who did mine because I found one place and he's like, it's just not our culture like – it would be too expensive and no one would do. his answer made no sense it was like it wouldn't pay us enough and then people wouldn't come and i was like i don't think that's true because it was 50 dollars here right. and nobody was in there cuz it's too expensive to justify for no reason but i'm you know in the show in the business i've been taking pictures of myself i have that right here. you got to get a bring, receipt yeah. you can claim that so i felt like if it was 15 bucks cheaper then everyone would be in there
0: right you reckon the the price is prohibitive Maybe maybe they've got to have like a tight ass Tuesday or maybe like midweek they've got to have like, you know, discount prices. Maybe a two for one at the start. Bring a friend in.
1: tips. That way, like there's something do Don't
0: ruin our culture, Jen. No, I don't Don't want to… Don't ruin our culture.
1: I feel like in food culture, it's fine. But I feel like in other things, if you at least accepted tips, you might make a couple bucks more here and there. And there's a mentality towards tipping where if something's 35 bucks, even though I know I'm tipping 10… I'm like, it's only 35 bucks. This thing was 50 because it included everything, and I don't have to tip.
0: Well, this is what the Americans do. Although I
1: tip anyway because I can't help it.
0: What the Americans do uh, so well, and I don't think there's a problem here tipping a hairdresser or like someone Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. I mean, like, people will appreciate it if you do it. I mean, it's free money.
1: They took time with me and.
0: Right. I don't know, but um, no one else in there. But the thing with the what happens in America, which is different to what happens here, is like normally when you, here when you walk into somewhere and it says it's thirty five dollars, yeah, it's thirty five dollars.
1: It's so hard. Whereas to Whereas in
0: America, accept. that means okay, and then you're gonna have to add the tax to that, and then you've got to have that, right. add the tip to that. Right, and it kind of is a way to pretend. Like that's what the restaurant does. Like for example, they go, yeah. they go, our meal is like seven dollars, but it's not. You got to no. pay your tax, and you've got to pay your tip. And you know what? The restaurant should be covering the waiters' like wages. That's the oh whole. yeah,
1: because some people don't tip, so now you're right. screwed.
0: You're screwing the person, like, not the restaurant. They're still paying for their their food and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But you know they should be paying the waitress, the waiter, because also you don't have the choice. Yeah, you're not you're not actually paying for the like yeah, as in like you can't go and get the shit yourself and go. Oh no, no, it's okay. It's right, fine right. today. I won't, <laughs> I don't need to pay for the. You just ding 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 when it, when it comes up, and I'll, I'll I'll go and get my own. How first.
1: much like how well compensated are? servers are they making like 20 bucks an hour do you think
0: um yeah i would say so in a lot of places and they wow. get like penalty rates and weekend wages and stuff like that um the minimum wage here is mm, that's an interesting question but i think it's probably uh 17 or something like that i think well, min- then i'm not going to tip
1: anymore in fact i'm going to ask for them to tip me,
0: you can tip at restaurants. You can tip staff if you think well, they're you know, doing a good is. job. You could tip for drinks, like you know the food yeah, service tip industry. Drinks. Tip for drinks and stuff. Or you like if that.
1: I've sat at a cafe and I I do that thing where I finally learned to get up and go pay my bill and I go back to my table. I might leave like a two dollar coin or something if I just sat there for an hour sure. having a coffee. But I'm like that is such a cheap ass tip. Do they go? Oh, thanks for the t-. I mean, I like, do I look like an ass? I always no. I enjoy like I mean I think the I tip- like when there's a tip jar I feel comfortable
0: yeah, that's good. I mean, I like the tip for the hotel service in America. I don't mind that because it does feel to me that they are not very well-paid oh, people who have America, to do a shitty yes. job.
1: Oh, my God. And
0: so I always feel like, you know, it's nice yeah. to leave something. Because even yesterday when uh, the lady came in to clean this room, mm-hmm. it wasn't messy, but it hadn't been cleaned over Easter. So it just it was three or four days of like a few accumulated things.
1: Yeah, and dead even, skin everywhere. Even
0: then when you walk, yeah, because I've been murdering all <laughs> Easter. That's what I do. That's how I celebrate it. I murder a guy and then I try to bring him back to life <laughs> Monday. That's how I celebrate Easter.
1: <laughs> that would be great if people were taking it so literally.
0: Every year I do my Jesus experiment. I kill a good guy on a Friday.
1: Has it ever worked? Has it ever come back to Not life? Not yet, but no. you know what?
0: You've got to make an omelet, got to break some eggs. You when know? I
1: walked in here Will goes, it has a weird smell in here. And now I know it's because you have bodies hidden and you're like, Just waiting for them to come back.
0: Um, The weird smell is a little bit like there's bodies hidden, though. Um, I can't
1: smell anything, by the way.
0: No. Well, because A, I had the doors open. B, I put like air freshener up in the room. Yeah. And C, I like burnt some toast. So there's a little lingering. Oh, I don't even even
1: smell that. Maybe I should see a doctor.
0: Yeah, you should know. if If you can't smell burnt toast, you won't know if you're having a stroke.
1: Or if I can, then I'll know I must be having a stroke because I feel like it comes from within.
0: Oh, that's a good point. The burning comes from inside the house. Oh, hang on. You feel the burn?
1: (laughs) Oh my god, I'm feeling the burn. I'm gonna support Bernie so hard. I must be having a stroke.
0: Uh, let's talk. Let's talk. About, okay, uh, let's talk about that because I, I haven't
1: seen a Bernie bro in three weeks. I'm so happy.
0: So I'm, I'm really interested <laughs> because we haven't had like we talked about it last time we got together, but it, it kind of felt like it hadn't ramped up to what it's become now. Yeah. Which was that you were um, having conversations online because here's the thing from Australia because I've spent some, a bit of time there, but we see it a little bit secondhand here, as you may have it's noticed. It's
1: Scarier here. It looks like Trump is. Taking Taking over the world. Right. And that's kind
0: of the impression you get in Australia, which is a bit different to what you're seeing over there. So, Bernie Sanders in Australia, I don't think people have much of an idea of what what that is and what that's about. And they certainly, I don't think, have much of an idea of this phenomena of the Bernie bros. Yeah. So tell, like, run me again through. Okay. what's well, going on?
1: Well, they they and say the Bernie Bros. Your life. <laughs> they say that Bernie Bros. is a derogatory thing that the Hillary campaign started, right? And they said she did this during Obama in two thousand eight when she criticized the young men that were for him, and it's like, or young men getting into politics for the first time are completely obnoxious, and they did do this with Obama because I do remember them, and they were like, she voted. Against the Iraq war she voted for the Iraq war and it's like great. Then we elected Obama. He's droning everybody So it's like listen, there's my whole thing and I don't like means like the old lady in the room politicians make deals and they do things incrementally and they compromise and it doesn't seem like Bernie's a great compromiser I like his vision for the future <clears throat> I'm more of a socialist too. I love him, but I just I feel like he's not helping like the way he's using buzzwords, establishment, these people are status quo. I want revolution. I don't know what revolution you can get when you get elected president and then you have a Congress that's going to block everything you propose. Like it.
0: Sometimes he does have, which is his great appeal, by the way, yeah. as well, uh, because the things that he's saying are right. But he's whether, totally right. He's totally right. But there's a difference between, like, I mean, to be honest, a lot of the things that Russell Brand said were right. Yeah. But I wouldn't vote for Russell Brand.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I would vote for Bernie. But my thing with him is, like, I wouldn't vote from thinking anything's going to change. Right. I'd be very cynical you'd because be of the hopeful, world. You'd be Hopeful, but, but
0: cautious. I mean, because I think that people, Obama genuinely had... Yeah, a lot of good intentions as well that then through the pragmatism of politics and the way that it all works over there and not being able to get things through was incapable of doing a lot of those things. Yeah, The system is very hard. Like the system is so broken. And that's what Bernie is saying to a certain point is like the system is broken. But uh, do you think it is the young men thing? Because I can understand. And
1: women too, young people.
0: Because the first time you have political opinions. Yeah you suddenly, like, I remember what it's like, you oh, know, when you're yeah. at university and stuff like that. Your political opinions are so one-dimensional. Well,
1: yes, and, this is the, what it is. There's a you one-dimensional sense to it. Right,
0: you, and you just assume. It's it's like someone who's just found religion or someone who's found, yes. like, everything that person says is right and everyone who doesn't believe them is some idiot is that needs wrong to be.
1: manipulated because there's, right. this, there's this phenomenon now. Of, it's called, I'll just leave this here. It's like the sarcastic way to describe the phenomenon. is Bernie bros, as I call them sending women articles about things Hillary Clinton has done wrong. It's like, no, no, I understand. I'm just saying, whoever the Democratic nominee is, I am voting for both. I have voted third party in the past. This is not for me the year to do it. And I don't believe Hillary is so fundamentally evil. And unfortunately, a lot of the right-wing talking points about Hillary in the past have been coming up in the left wing. Like, she's responsible for... Some coup in Honduras, and she hates women. It's like, well, let's not get crazy. And so, yeah, there's can- got to be a
0: little bit of like uh, whatever happens, yeah, um the other mob are terrible. Yeah, so you kind of don't want to run down your own person so much. Well, this that- is what's
1: happening is they're saying there's Bernie or bust people. If he doesn't get it, a- they believe he's the only one that can beat Trump mm-hmm. in the general election. So they're saying if he doesn't get nominated to be the candidate against Trump, they will not vote for Hillary. They will write in his name or they will vote third party, but that's going to split everything and all. So basically there'll be everyone Republican will vote for Trump. And then the Democrats, once again, will be split into three categories, write-ins or staying home, third party or Hillary. And so now, and so they're saying, well, tough shit, burn it up then. No pun intended, like blow it up, blow up this. I want to blow up the system too, but I bet we can do it in a smart way right. like we can be like a mechanic and take apart a car we don't have to bomb it and watch it blow up
0: yeah what, I, I, that the, the, at the, that solution is like we've got termites in the house so let's burn the house down
1: and i also feel like it now and thank god articles are coming out about it that are smarter than me that i can pass around to people if they're passing me articles do
0: you just say i'll just leave this yeah year?
1: i basically go read this <laughs> No one reads it. but it's basically like if you're a young white male you have the privilege to say let Trump be president. That's going to blow up the whole system, and then we can start over and have six parties. That's great, but in those four years, it's going to really suck to be a woman in America, a gay, a trans, a black person. Like, I mean, anyone
0: who thinks you're going to get four years with President Trump is kidding themselves. What if I, he even
1: became president? Well,
0: if he became president, he won't
1: last. Four I think weeks. he would walk away. Well, and be like, I don't want that. There's
0: no way he's last than four years in that job. He no. will either be killed. Yeah. He will be, he do something so ridiculous and so whatever that America yeah. becomes embroiled in some horrible international incident and you have to like impeach him or something like that. Yeah. Or he will walk away. He'll get he bored. Walk away.
1: I, well, you know, I didn't... agree. It's oh, hard so work
0: to be president.
1: That's what's. That's what when everyone, like, <clears throat> every press I've done this week, and I've turned into the most boring person when I do them, they're like, what do you think about Trump? Like, I just want to be like, look, Americans aren't stupid. The real issue is not that too many of us will elect him. There's this whole other thing going on where, once again, the left is eating itself because we are the smarter, more creative, diverse opinion party. We don't fall in line... With our whatever our daddy says, and even people who like Hillary are like, listen, I know it's not the perfect solution, but I noticed we elected forty-four male presidents that weren't the perfect solution. We don't have to wait for the perfect woman. And but I feel like some people are getting kind of lockstep with Bernie, and it's weirding me out. But um, so I keep t- trying to explain here, which is not. Ever I mean, funny. and
0: to anyone listening, let's just am- like, how old's Bernie Sanders? Seventy-four. Right. So he's going to have some low-hanging balls. That's all we're saying. <laughs> Let's just...
1: Maybe that's why he's always, like, (laughs) raising his hands and pointing. He is. He's trying to bring them up. He's like, Bernie, you keep
0: (laughs) tripping over your balls. (laughs) You can't be president if you're tripping over your balls, mate.
1: (laughs) I mean... I don't know what's going to happen. I'm happy with him or Hillary. I think he would be kind of exciting. But I I do want to see a woman president. Yeah. And not just because she's a woman. She's I also think the most qualified person for the job. I don't want Carly Fiorini as president. No, but there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, as long as there's a qualified person on the ticket, I'm going to choose them because they are. I do think having a woman will it'll do something for culture, or at least for kids growing up who don't think it's weird. That a woman just like young black kids, I'm sure, are like, Oh, a black guy can be president. They don't live in the same world that their parents did. So but I'm not like preaching for either one. Both are fine. I'm just freaked out by the people who won't vote for her. And there was a great article in Ms. Magazine. I assume, for
0: by, by the way, for yeah. four years, she's going to get questions like female comedians get. You know, oh going, God, oh, what's yeah. it like
1: being a female president? <laughs> <laughs> she should be like, I just, and how exciting would it be? Someone who was once first lady became president. I just, the history behind all of it, that'll be completely be washed away if, if uh. She does get elected. She's already made history a million times in the election, and people are just like, "Whatever." She's a corporate shill. I'm like, "Oh, grow up." It's I'm turning into like the old right wing person that's like, "Oh, there's corporate shit. Just get used to it." You know. <laughs> and I'm leaving my towels on the floor, and I don't give a shit. I'm getting my head rubbed.
0: Well, it is it, like the, the the interesting thing about that is, I mean, clearly she is a corporate shill, but the problem is that. The po- the politics, the way that the politics operates, there is no way that you can raise enough money to compete in the political system without being a corporate shill. I yeah. mean, that's one of the things that Bernie is focusing on is this idea that, you know, the system itself is broken. Yeah. But, like, you can't... Like it's a kind of a case of, if I could quote uh, somebody much smarter than me, mm. don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> right. Right. Just if someone else has played the game the way the game is played because they didn't invent the game. Right. Like she didn't come up with the rules of the game. Yeah. She's just to get to where she's got, understood how to play it and to get there. And
1: who's to say she might not be willing to help change it, like with campaign finance reform that...
0: Well, I think this is the, one, the good thing that Bernie is doing. And I don't think he will get the nomination, but I do yeah. think that he has probably pulled her left Oh, again. it's
1: amazing, and
0: that's the right thing. And I that's mean, what that's bombs the, me you know, out though
1: about the Bernie Bros is they'll be like, "Oh, no Hillary's copying what he's saying." I'm yeah. like, "Idiots, that's good. fucking good." That's why then Bernie's we can, still in it. Yeah, because then we can hold her to that if she gets elected. Mm. She's not just going to go back and become a different person. Right. And I kind of get. Well, here was the other quick thing about that is like, I kind of get. Uh, oh, oh, the young people don't want to hear about how in 2000. Bush was able to, and I believe he did steal the election.
0: Well, he did. I but, mean, yeah, but yeah, but he was
1: able to get close enough to do it without it looking weird because so many votes went to Ross Perot. Right. And there was this whole, I mean, uh, Ralph uh, Nader. To Ralph Nader. And there yeah. was this whole thing of like, Al Gore's just like Bush. I don't know where that came from. But it was like, this thing of like he's establishment he was already involved with the Clintons and it's the same shit over and over it split the party look who got to steal it and we're trying to tell the younger people that and they're literally like who cares fuck you you're old that's what you guys did it's not gonna be this way this time and we're like oh my god like so you don't even care about an example that's literally the same that only happened 14 years ago right like, you know, the, no fuck that they grandma they were 8 when that happened yeah. yeah and I'm just some old bitch it's <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I'm not even that old, but... So I do... And I kind of agree with what Susan Sarandon said and everyone's freaking out. She said, like, if Trump gets elected, maybe it's not a bad thing. Maybe there'll be a revolution. I It'll be a bad thing, but I do get what she's saying. Unlike with George Bush getting elected, I think we were like, well, technically he's in the realm of a right. politician. He's ridiculous, but it's not, look, what can we do? If he got elected, I actually picture people like storming the White House and like pulling him out. I mean... And then getting shot. And it's nothing.
0: crazy. Yeah. Like President Trump... I mean like today have you seen have you copped the abortion comments he made today have yeah they you should seen be punished that? yeah women yeah, this should be illegal and they should be punished for having abortions I, I mean, don't
1: believe him though I mean it's bad he's saying it though because he's riling up people that agree he does but does he really mean
0: that well here's what I don't understand about him at all is he's clearly on the public record like a bunch of other times saying things that are the complete opposite of yeah. many of the things he's that he's a, he a complete said.
1: New York liberal
0: you do not know what the fuck is going on with him no that's the thing like Either he is just some crazy megalomaniac who's willing to just say whatever he wants yeah. to get in charge, or he's playing some sort of weird, elaborate game slash rope-dope, slash
1: <laughs> You know what I mean? Like Well, one of his former advisors that was in the campaign room or whatever the fuck it's called the day they decided to run, she wrote she left and she wrote this article like, um, you don't know the things I've seen. Only Jesus does. Like, it was that kind of just like, uh, I can't believe this. She so said when they first started, she was a Republican but a moderate who wanted to blow the system up like he was. And he was great in the first couple of weeks calling Jeb Bush out on this. Oh, 9-11, we weren't safer. Like, it was cool. And she was like, yeah, I'm into it. And he said he doesn't want to be president. He wants to come in second and push the party more moderate. Right. And then something happened and the rally started. He started getting popular and it seemed like he wanted to be president and he was causing all this trouble. And she was like, I'm out. So now she's out. And she wrote this great article about it. And I was like, So that's what I think happened. I think he lost his mind halfway through. And he's like, power hungry.
0: I've Okay, I've thought about this before. Yeah. Um, uh, Brendan Burns, who's an Australian comedian. Oh, yeah, I know. He, he like has a, um, a satirical routine uh. that was a, that some people uh, edited on the internet uh. and it made it look like he was being racist rather than satirising racism, uh, right? Oh, I hate that. But it became really popular with racists. And <laughs> right. And I have since thought about this. What if, like you, you Jen Kirkman here at yeah. the Comedy Festival, just had one bit, right? That was like, it just turned out was really racist or whatever. But yeah. suddenly, like, it became a YouTube sensation. Oh. Like, you were a huge everywhere. Suddenly, there's that point in your career you're like, well, you know what? Like I can be true to myself Yeah. or they've offered me Rod Laver Arena next week <laughs> if I can just do an hour of this racist it. shit. I
1: couldn't do it. I couldn't do it.
0: But you could see how some people can do it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, totally. You could see how some people go, well, like Donald Trump goes, oh, yeah, well, this is split. playing well.
1: You like dissociate and you go, well, I'm not really like that, but I'll play this.
0: Well, essentially like, you know, okay, here's a better analogy, yeah. right? Um, you go out on the road. And there's some places where, you know, there's just some other material you might do yes, in a certain totally. town. And because you know the crowd, it's Saturday night, it's the second show. You're probably not going to hit them necessarily with your smarter stuff, but yeah, it's like, no, it so you down. do a bit more of your crowd oh. pleasing You might bring out that blowjob routine you haven't done for a few years. It's
1: the bits that you don't, if your comedian friends were in the back, right, you would you wouldn't not do. want them to see you do. But
0: doing. they work. Yes. And so I reckon that's what Trump's like. He yeah, started doing right. his ordinary stuff and he goes, You know what's working? This Mexican rapist bit. <laughs> I wouldn't do it in front of other people, but people love it. I you
1: think should that's hear my true. new
0: abortion chunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what does it even mean women should be punished? Punished. <laughs> like, <stoned? laughs>
0: like, like an abortion isn't enough of a punishment for a start. Like, but I don't secondly, know. I love yeah, it. Yeah, they should be sent to prison, mate. Put them in prison. Oh, in prison. Yeah. Put him. Well, find him. I guess send him a fine. If it was
1: a nice prison, like you know how I love to be taken care of.
0: Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Like if it was like
1: a white collar prison. Right. I would just say I had an abortion.
0: Well, maybe that's what you need to do. <laughs> set up a set up like a white collar sort of because it's all privatized prisons in America now. Yeah. So you yeah. could call it prison, but it's really just a just, lovely, you know, kind of we've just had an abortion health spa.
1: It's just like a, it's like a place where women, and that's where they gather and plan their revolution.
0: Now you're in, now you're in prison. (laughs) Blowouts at three, manicures at five.
1: Blowouts, see, you're getting into it.
0: Political revolution theory at seven. Guess, guess feminist speakers at seven.
1: When is a cranial
0: massage? (laughs) Cranial massage during oranges and New black screenings at nine.
1: God, that sounds like a great <laughs> life. I would be so into it. Um
0: Ugh. do you ever wonder about uh things like what you would be like if you were in prison? Does that ever like
1: Oh totally. Sometimes
0: I think about that. I'm like, if I were sent to prison for something. Yeah. Like how how would I go in prison? How do you think well, you would go in prison?
1: Immediately start smoking again. Like okay.
0: so May excited as well, about right? that. Yeah. yeah.
1: I would be <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'd be like uh Guilty and you just light up. <laughs> it's like, all right, here we go.
1: Like, can you wait yeah. till you get outside? No. 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 Oh, what are you gonna do? You think Send I me give to a fucking fuck? prison? Yeah. yeah. Oh, add that fine on my yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I would be smoking, but I'd be the spiritual person that's like getting all into I mean i right. like this anyway, but it would be like I finally have time to read all my yeah. Self-help book, so I'd do. I'd be that person. It's like, a good
0: way to do to prison. You're trying to find a better you. It's good yeah. for the parole board I try that to that write. Be stuff. making
1: notes to write my book. Yeah. I also feel like I would be good at manipulating the other people, like oh, dealing okay. with crazy people and just playing everybody. And being liked and okay. keeping out of everyone's business. All right. Like what the, the, what it's about a if. Comedian skill, like handling audiences.
0: What about that? You, you know, but still, there's always going to be one person in there who doesn't like it. And then sometime there's going to be some. Violence. I'd probably
1: sleep with the person that didn't like me. Okay. I, for the woman who didn't yeah, like yeah. me, I would just be like, I'll be her woman. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I whatever. feel like I'd be. You'd be like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I, can I feel do like it'd be kind of cute in prison. And then I would. <laughs> do, um, I don't know if they'd let me have, I have this squishy ball that I do uh-huh. sit-ups on right. when I'm in my hotel workout. So I almost have like a prison workout. If they'd let me bring that ball, if they wouldn't, i know how to do.
0: I mean, you'd, you'd, but yeah, but what you'd probably have to do is like stuff that ball through his cigarettes so you could use them as currency in the yard Oh, and stuff. okay, no,
1: no, no. Then I would just do my own Pilates floor routine and then I would do my arm exercises that you don't need weights for. Uh-huh. So I'd be, I think I would be, the food Fit. would really be hard to be a vegetarian there. Oh, I mean, it'd be, it'd be easy
0: to keep in shape, I reckon, though. Because I don't think you'd overeat in prison. I think you'd just. No, you'd
1: undereat and be like, I'm so disgusted right. by this food. So you, you get to basically, yeah, you get to. But work- I'd have no nutrition and I'd be smoking.
0: Ah, oh, yes. You've gone back to smoking. Well, that's going to take the weight off too, though. So you're going to come out looking
1: great. <laughs> I'll look great. I'll have lung cancer, but I'll look great. I'll look great for my book tour. When am I in prison for? I mean, how much guilt is there on my head? Uh,
0: I mean, I think something accidental, right? Like it's got to be, I don't know. Yeah. What What would you go to prison for? What is the, what's the thing that's most likely in your life that if you were going to go to prison, that you would go to prison? I don't mean something you've done, but like...
1: Yeah, no, I know. I mean, uh, like Probably if- like accidental, like a car car accident or something
0: yeah okay like so, something like that yeah, don't you so think that's
1: the most plausible thing
0: for me i always think like i've occasionally mistakenly traveled with pot and i don't think it, oh but, but you like, get you know, that kind of prison yeah, yeah like i think oh well you know maybe if you went to the wrong country and you forgot you had pot in your jacket or something oh yeah like well that, if i went you, to the
1: wrong country and they found like a sleeping pill or something but now i'm not in that now i'm in a crazy right, other yeah, country that's prison. A whole there person. i just shut down and give up
0: yeah because you're the american you're just like all right well I oh, guess no, it's i'm gonna get killed
1: within one day hillary Hillary can't help me and all the Bernie <laughs> bros are like we told you <laughs> as if like any president can help someone no Bill Clinton would come get me remember he got those uh, yeah. girls that were Bill, in North oh, Korea he'll come. He
0: like- <laughs> be like yeah when Bill Clinton knows there's some missing girls he's like Liam Neeson in Taken and he gets he to go to
1: come. Thailand and see some other ladies on the way
0: I like to think that, that Bill Clinton gets the call much like Liam Neeson in those yeah. Taken movies and he goes you have my girls <laughs> I'm president of the free world <laughs>
1: You're my <laughs> girls. I think you would be good imp- if you went to an American prison, uh, you would be like, they'd love the accent. You'd get away with a lot.
0: For a bit, but I, I have no fighting skills. And I think if you're a man in prison, you need to have fighting
1: skills. No, you can be that skills. one that's like charming people, but you would be, you'd have a lot of boyfriends. Right. You mean a lot of boyfriends. Yeah. Not just like, I don't mean prison rape and all those tacky jokes. I mean yeah. legit boyfriends, right. a relationship. You yeah. would be forced to be in one. I mean, I feel like also,
0: I, but also I feel, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I definitely would have to yeah, have one to survive, mm-hmm. but I also think that I would feel like I could be there to help people. You know mean? <laughs> well, like a pastor? Oh, well, I, I think I'm good at giving people advice about sure. their lives and careers and stuff. So I feel like that might be my thing. Well,
1: when you're spooning in bed with the biggest, meanest guy there, cause that's, he would like you. Right. You're the, you would be the most feminine, I would assume. And then you could give him advice there. Like right. you don't have to, you know.
0: You know, sometimes you can just solve your problems by talking them out.
1: <laughs> you might, I feel like you'd somehow learn to sneak in pot.
0: Um, uh, you could find pot in prison. But I feel like surely. people would come
1: to you for that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, a good like point. And you
1: would have that and you'd probably organize like a stand-up show.
0: I'd definitely have like a podcast. <laughs> I'd have you the, would have a podcast? I'd have the number one prison podcast.
1: Would they let you have a recording? Maybe the guard would like you so much that he'd be like, you can't touch the equipment, right. but I'll come in and- hold I'll come the, in,
0: I'll hold the microphone. Yeah, and I'll record you And you, you just guys. talk.
1: Oh my God, what a brilliant idea. Prison podcast. Right. You could probably do it now. You could go to prisons and podcast with people. Yeah. I bet you they would let you.
0: I, I just always fear of walking into a prison voluntarily that-
1: well, I mean, I think you—you know—the way that they walk me to things in Melbourne, you'd get the guards I mean, to walk you. You'd around.
0: assume that you wanted to be walked out again, though. You know, I mean, I always feel like going They're into to forget you. I feel like going to a prison's like going into Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. <laughs> like, you know, there was some sort of weird thing where none yeah, of yeah. the kids would like, unless you're Charlie, you don't make it out of that situation. I think
1: you. I mean, look at Jeff Ross has been going to prison lately and doing his jokes. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, that's a good Johnny point. Johnny
1: Cash went to prison and. Yeah, They let him leave.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you just have
1: to have your guards with you. But prison podcasting is like the new playing.
0: New area. It's it's like the new area.
1: It's even different than stand-up because you're letting them talk. Right. God, this is such a good idea. That and the weekly Bible show.
0: Okay, well, I won't be able to put up this podcast then (laughs) because it's too full of good ideas and people are going to steal No, no, no,
1: no, no. You can just put TM at the end of it. Oh,
0: is that how it works? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, cool. TM.
1: Yeah. Can you just no, say I it? No, I mean you write it in the description. Do you have to write it? Can't I just say it? I you? think you don't say trademark or a lot of things. Yeah, just keep saying trademark. Saying, saying
0: trademark is my trademark. <laughs> just after ideas, trademark.
1: Email this podcast to yourself like they say a script. Mail it to yourself. So you that- once I
0: post it, surely that's publishing and that means that it's my trademark. I think so. Trademark. Trademark. I'm just going to call this episode <laughs> so trademark. We've, we've Trademarked. have Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be called. I'll just call it trademark. That'll should cover off everything else, right? Um, all right, we're going to finish up in a minute because we're just sneaking a little one in in the middle of the day. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and I have to go and do some press and some stuff. Oh, oh la da. <laughs> <laughs> I had press this is my big press day. I well oh. I kind of try to have one a week that, yeah. where, where most of it is in one day. so I had the early morning I had a driver this morning driving me around to things.
1: Oh fun. I had my press day last week and it was seven hours long and I almost killed myself.
0: Yeah yeah, like if it's a long day, yeah it can really by the end of it you're like oh. I, to, oh, I don't remember what I've said or who I am. <laughs>
1: and then you have to do a show that like, night You're yeah like, oh, can i have a night off it's just
0: hard but during the day i just normally go to vintage shops and buy strangers cups of tea <laughs> this is not how i spend my day i'm not prepared i haven't had a blowout today do you understand i can't do the
1: show oh my god i'm doing that today i'm going to h&m and getting a blowout i know h&m isn't vintage but there's a jacket that's calling me <gasps> you can't believe it it's beautiful okay <laughs>
0: No, I can believe it. (laughs) I love when you say it's calling me.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's calling me. I walked by last (laughs) night. I love that the H&M here is basically (laughs) like an old federal building. Like it's such a beautiful building that should not be an H&M.
0: Well, that building has recently been renovated where all that stuff is. Oh, okay. So it all has become now that shopping precinct, but that was only in the last – like the Emporium only opened last year, I think. Oh, I the noticed last that because, because yep. the
1: first year I was here, there was no Emporium. Yeah. Thank God they put a mall in to make me more comfortable.
0: Yeah. There's a whole bunch of malls there now. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. But you're still getting there laneways as well. So
1: listen, I'm staying, I'm keeping it real. <laughs> 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 all
0: right. Uh, Jen, uh, people can see your show up until when?
1: April 6th. I'm at the Arts Center, Melbourne, Melbourne in the Fairfax studio. And is it a nice room? Do you enjoy the room? It's beautiful. Oh my God, it's like a real theater. Right. And like a beautiful lights and I've got sound cues and I have a dressing room where they go, Ms. Kirkman, five minutes to stage. And like those light bulbs around the makeup table. I mean, it's really Much a better
0: than performing at most comedy venues in the Melbourne Festival where your dressing room is the toilet that's next <laughs> to the stage that you have to get into 45 minutes before the show because all the audience come in and then you just yeah, have you to just hide, hide in the toilet a, I, until year, your show starts. I was hiding
1: behind a curtain in the cloakroom. It was right. actually... You know I can adapt to anything. That's why I know I'd be good in prison. Um, but this is much nicer. This is like my corporate prison. It's a beautiful room, and uh, the audiences have been great, and it's super fun.
0: And we will be having I can I can say this a Jen Kirkman hologram at the live TOEFOP on uh, April what? the 9th. Well, not a hologram, but I did promise you last time you're on the show that we would have something in your oh, honor. But I was
1: kidding. Yeah,
0: I know. But we oh deci- my God, I we decided that. this would be a fun thing to do. I'm
1: gonna cry. Yeah.
0: So we have uh, it's, uh, we're working on it, but apparently. Apparently there is some sort of Jen Kirkman, oh my like God. recording bot or something. I'm like getting misty. It will be terrible, I'd... Jen. Don't.
1: It, but it, the thought. But it's the
0: thought that counts. I'm, Please remember pictures. when you see it, it's the thought that counts.
1: <laughs> take <laughs> pictures, everybody. Send them to me. Oh. Uh, but, will... By the way, oh, yes. I meant to bring you a gift and I forgot to got to buy it. But um, <laughs> this. <laughs> I was going to buy you a really nice bottle of wine, but to thank you for anyone that's in the audience of my show, I know it has to be from this podcast. I mean, you gave me a better venue this year because of all my exposure. Thank you.
0: Uh, It's uh, an absolute pleasure. It's so nice to have um, so many of the, the Tofop, Fofop crew out here this year, Daniel Sloss, uh, He's doing a brilliant show and a whole bunch of uh, my favourite acts from Australia are out here as well. But, yeah. you know, Jake Johansson's out here. There's like a whole bunch of people who've been on the podcast and I keep seeing that people are going to shows and saying that they heard about the people on the podcast. So, I love that. That's absolutely oh, brilliant. So, so cool. it's really cool. Um, so, we're going to do the big live TOEFOP at the Comedy Theatre, April the 9th. Uh, confirmed guests, uh, Daniel Sloss, um, Justin Hamilton, Lindsay Webb, Felicity Ward, John Deeks, of course, is hosting the night, Charlie and myself, and a very special surprise guest <gasps> that is not Russell Crowe and is not Batman. So please, like I thought when I said special surprise guest, I was so excited. I was like, oh, people will love this. Yeah. And now people have been guessing people who are probably better than the special guest. Oh, yeah.
1: You're like, and now Let's I'm like, oh, it oh, hey. it was meant to be exciting,
0: <laughs> not like, oh, they're like, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> but anyway, oh, you're gonna tell be me out there yes yes indeed i will uh my show fire at will uh is on for the rest of the festival so check that out and of course april the 7th at the sydney opera house which is next thursday uh two shows only uh only one night in sydney uh, this year and so it's at the opera house that night the first show is almost sold out but there are still tickets available to the second show and it's my favorite show i've ever done so sydney come out Yay. and see it uh april 21 at nerd melt and uh then of course uh first week of at May. nerd melt wait yes. you're all of a sudden back I, I'm You're just crazy man I'm just in the US for a week and a half doing some shows You're I've got nuts. some bits and pieces to do including April 21 at NerdMelt, and uh, then uh, first week of May in Perth but anyway that's enough banging what on time about are your that. shows here again? 8.45 okay, so, so we I push. can never see it thank no, you you cannot <laughs> you, you can never see it <laughs> <laughs> it's on at 6 o'clock on Sunday no. but that probably I don't know if that works for you but it might. anyway it might alright we'll talk um, alright uh, yeah <laughs> off air <laughs> alright guys we'll talk to you again soon cheers